Okay, everybody should have um, new copies. If you don't, you're invited up to take one. How do you have? But, uh, Uh, over the next uh, three weeks, which is what we have left till the uh, end of the season, um, you're still invited back to learn here. Because the uh, is going to end at the end of June. So I'd like to cover a few different sugyas and bishul that are very nagea. We spent almost two years now on Erev Shabbos, Matzah Shabbos, and all the, a lot of the side dinim. So uh, we'll uh, get in some bishul before the end of the year. Uh, what you have in front of you is a copy of the Noach HaShabbos. I copied three pages, but I want to walk you through uh, uh, just a couple of very negative Ashailas, and uh, I'll show you some footnotes. Uh, the Mile of the Sefer, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's considered one of the best out there in Noach HaShabbos, uh, is, uh, first of all, I, I personally know the author. It was a neighbor of mine and a rabbi of mine in Haranof, and um, author of the Marikain, Mar- by the way, on Hoch Nida, same, same person. And he has a lot of psalm that are not in print anywhere else from Abshmuel Orbach and Abshmuel Zalman, who was obviously Abshmuel's father. Uh, so it's very valuable information. And um, what we're going to discuss over the next few nights in this little shtickle, after this I hope to do uh, Kale Bishol and maybe one other sugya, uh, is a lot of chont issues. People have a lot of issues with chont. Klai Yisrael is in love with chont uh, for many reasons. And uh, Yeshua Bachim have been raiding chont now for at least 2,000 years. I suppose as long as yeshivas existed. I don't know if they were doing it in Pampadisa and in Arda, but uh, it's, it's an old minig. And there's some adults who do it nowadays also. Uh, we're not going to get into Shi and Chazara for Shi and Chazara purposes. You all know that if you raid the chont Friday night and you lift it up, you've got to have somebody else scoop it out. You can't scoop it out on the fire because that's the Hagas issue, which we did cover. And you've got to have Das to put it back, and there has to be a blach there, and it has to be fully cooked. That last part is what we're going to focus on, because that sounds deceivingly simple. How fully cooked do you put a chont up? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure you guys put the chont up at 8 o'clock Friday morning. Uh, some of you who uh, work, um, some of the women work, put it up taka in the afternoon. There's a minute to have a blech and try to have it uh, at least macham desai. But not to be guessed to do that. And if you don't technically a blech, would do the trick anyway. But let's assume you put it up early enough on Friday night, it's fully cooked because if it's not, then you can't put it back with all the kavanas and daita lahachser and all the blechs in the world because that's called cooking. And we are machmer, even if it's machem and dosai. From zero to machem and dosai, and it's the reisa, machem and dosai, the vushu kotzocha is also possible, it's the reisa. So you definitely don't want to put it back if it's not fully cooked. The question is, we're going to examine what exactly does fully cooked mean by a chont because chonts are very, uh, I don't want to say notorious, they're well known for their ability to get better and better with time, as do many other things. And um, some things get worse with time. Chonk gets better, l'cher. And uh, if you put it back, do we say, well, maybe it's not fully cooked, Haraya gets better the next day. Do you have a look at, uh, who raised the chonk here Friday night? Well, there's no avera, you can raise your hand. Um, anybody, you, you, would, you notice it's a lot more, I don't know when you put it up Friday morning, you notice it's a lot more pale? Uh, depending on when you put it up, right? What? Uh, Friday afternoon when I first read the chalk, Right, we're going to get to that also. Yeah, the water keeps evaporating. But depending on when you put it up, um, it's the barley, the, 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 things, the potatoes, things will be more pale. I mean, it's going to get more cooked. 
That doesn't necessarily mean you can't put it back. Interestingly enough, this is the Kula, the definition of Melusha called Tzach, he's going to put this out in a footnote, is if most people would accept this as fully done, even though a lot of people would say, I like it better when you continue. That's not a problem, even though it might get better, like old wine with age. Yeah, that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, this basically, Mestav Yevla is what his expression is. Mestav Yevla is not a problem. If it were, we could never raid the Chomp Friday night. Because Chomp is always Mestav Yevla until it's getting burnt when you run out of liquid, which can happen. No, so we can't do Agosa on the flame. That's a separate meaning, which remember last year we had a whole week and a half on that. Trying to be Masha where that Chomp came from, but we're we don't do it now. We have somebody lift it up. Uh, if you can't, but you have it, you put it in the count, you hold on to half of it, and you spoon it out, and, and then you're good to go. But the fact that it's better tomorrow is not a problem. But that's only if it's not... There are some people who want to have chont so badly that even if they put it right before Shabbos, they have the chont, and then as they're, they're eating it, they're wondering, why are the beans so crunchy? If they're crunchy enough, that might be between Malcolm and Desai and Vushikot Then you have a problem. But if it's basically done, even though you'd like a little more, a little more dark, a little bit better done... That's fine. That's that's mavusha kotzach and mestam v'yefula. That's fine, and it better be fine because everybody puts it back, and it's always mestam v'yefula. Yes, you look confused. No, and that's why I gave my Akdama. Yeshiva Bachem are a different breed, and they hold this uh, thing called you got to have trump Friday night. It's just the end thing to do, and you sing a little bit. You have all those mirrors. And if the, if the thing's a little crunchy, it's a little crunchy, Bochum aren't that particular. It's not a riot, necessarily. Uh, you, you would think that if it's not really ready, why would you have it? Okay, that's not a kasha namaisa. And sometimes you've got to be careful. This, if you put it back out there, you could be dealing with a serious daraisa if it's really not fully cooked. I'm just saying that if it is fully cooked, then you don't have to worry that maybe it's getting better with time. That's number one. And he will mention that in a footnote. That, that's partial. Um... What we are going to discuss is uh, your question. When the thoughts evaporating, you're adding water, which we'll, we'll review how to do that, but there's a way to add hot water. And um, let's say you didn't add water quick enough and it sort of got very toasty on the sides, in the middle, and that's what we usually call tzlis. So we're going to deal with not tonight. We'll get to it in a couple of nights. Is that a problem of tzli achabishal? We have different categories of tzli achabishal, tzli We don't mix and match categories. So why isn't that a problem if you're putting the chomp back Friday night? Naniach, it's fully cooked. It's very fully cooked. It's so fully cooked that when you put it back now, it's going to get crispy and it's going to be a sleet type of thing. The minig is we still put it back Friday night. Obviously, why is that mutter? We're just throwing out the questions now. We're going to get to this over the next week. Why should that be mutter? What happened to the chumrah? We don't, we don't put a matzah. We don't do tzli achabishol. Bishol is with liquid. Tzli is without liquid. And it is mutter. The question is why? We're going to get to that later on also. Uh, and the other question we're going to deal with is the bone shayla. This is a big tumult the place coming to Israel in America. <coughs> well, I'll show you. It's not really machlekes. Depends where you are in America or in Israel. Uh, in Israel, uh, where people have less money, they often put chicken in the chalt. Chicken bones get softer and softer as you cook it. And, it, and there's a point where it's still a bone. Afterwards, it'll be a bone, but it's actually so soft that you'll be able to eat it, the bone, not just the marrow. <clears throat> so, if you take our proverbial raiders of the chont and you put it back, and now from 11 o'clock at night, they're not raiding the chont that early, 1 in the morning, they put it back, and the next morning at 11, 12, they're going to eat, the bones might have gone from not edible to edible, and that could be an issue, because that wasn't just the stomach, the yephala. 
And that's what we're going to deal with first. Yes? Why not? You're, that's Leil Seder. We don't break bones because it's not Derecheris. Never heard of that. You'd have to document that. Uh, good, crunchy bones. Sound delicious to me. Uh, so I don't have any issue with that. Uh, most people eat half the bones, the two ends, when they're very soft. Talk about even the middle of the bone. If you cook it long enough, it'll get, it'll get uh, very soft. Yes? Yes, yes. Um, but in reality, at any point in time, the content of the bone is cooked. You can crack it open. Yes, yes. We're not worried about the inside. I'm talking about the actual hard part, the outside. But Whereas there, yesterday it wasn't edible, now you can chew to it. But there you're not really eating anything. That depends how soft it gets. That's an interesting point you're making. We're going to get to part of that point later. Uh, that's, uh, hold that thought for a couple of nights. Uh, well... Uh, you might not be wrong about that, but the Pasha says it really gets soft like mush and you are eating it. And the question is, you're assuming, you make an interesting assumption, which I, I can back up, I'm not going to do it now, that if you eat it and swallow it, that's not eating. Because you're just trying to get to the marrow, that's really what you're saying. They're talking about meat bones. And we're going to discuss that also. I'm just giving you the highlights. We're going to get a, give me a week, we'll cover all this, but Meat bones. It's talking also about car- things that car- cartilage that will go- mature into bone. That doesn't mean there is marrow. It's, it's, it's and they're assuming that it can become food, right? No, wireless cartilage is yeah. edible. Okay. As, as, a, as, a lamb as it gets sure older, right, right, right. Correct, correct, correct. So what's so what's the, so what, which point do you bring out? No, you bring out that well, that's not the cooking process. That's the growing process. Here we're talking about you have something, whatever it is, it starts so very hard, call it what you want scientifically. Is there a rotson and is there a kavana to make it soft enough that you can eat it? So you're pointing out, well, even if you're eating it, you're not really eating it, you're sort of chewing it and swallowing it to get to the marrow. So that's the shayla. Well, that's going to be part of the shayla. What? You do want, right, that's what I'm saying. What he's saying is a chidish, I just happens to be, I can, I can back it up with, with some... You know, you're, you're saying a chiddush. You're not walking into a store and buying chalk and chewing it. Okay, you're saying a chiddush. I, 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 again, I can back it up. There are some places can look it up. Moshe seems to say something like that. Not exactly. But I would assume the Pashas is like, is like, like Yitzi saying, is that we don't really care. If you're swallowing something, and it, it, unless it's all cardboard, in which case it's not a maizachila, but if you're swallowing something that people have the derech to eat, that's considered achshave, the original swar of achshave, by the way. When you, why is it that anybody holds that certain medicines, if it has flavors, is a problem with kashras? The answer is that medicine is not a food. But once you put flavors in it, some say, well, that's achshave. Once you already give it a chashivas, you're eating it, so that could be a problem. So the bone, certainly, there are parts of it that are tasty and parts of it that are a little harder, but if it's soft enough, you eat the whole thing, you swallow it, and you, and you like it, we don't necessarily get down to the nitty gritty as it's tiny that you, you only like that part, not that part, and there's just machapra on the other part, and there's magala on that part. You, you ate a bone, you ate a bone. But that, that would have been the parshas. You're saying a chiddish, but. There might be some room for it. So, that's the Hagdama. We'll get to everything in time. Let's start with Laman Beis on page one. Dina Bishol Tzli B'chamin, what he calls chont on the brackets. Shoshas Yisra B'gdeiz Chamin Shadayin Lez Basha Kol So first he's going to review quickly, which we just did, what you have to avoid if it's not fully cooked. Laman Beis, Nizbar Lael. Anybody got the front page? Anybody not have a copy here? I don't know if I made enough. Kiva, you're still holding one ransom? Uh, you have? Anybody not have? 
We're all okay? Yeah, you know, that hetero shouldn't be used so much because the Shiloh, when you put it in with the 18 minutes, just have a black and put it up before. That's not going to help too much. Well, it doesn't kill it because you, yeah, I mean, you can't touch it uh, for Friday night, correct. But nobody, I don't know anybody does that. That's an emergency situation. That's not necessary. Uh, take a look at Ayan Aleph in the footnote. As I just mentioned, if it's for most people, even though it didn't get to its best taste, which means it can still get better, it can get more geschmack. It's fully cooked, fully edible now, that's fine. Back up top. Even if one of the ingredients, I don't know why I picked this example, it's interesting. I don't know, we don't put in hot dogs, I guess maybe they sell they do that. Shashu is the hot dog. So he says, that's, I don't know why I picked this, Shashu is that, in the chomp, that wasn't fully cooked. I thought the hot dogs we have today come cooked already and they're just rewarming. Okay, I guess in Eitz Yisrael's difference, I just, you had to be there for this example. Um, so once you have one ingredient in this chomp, it's not Mavushu you can't obviously put the whole thing in. Shuas means what? Really? That would make more sense. Okay, I thought... Oh, it's Naknukis? Maybe I'm confusing with Naknukis. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. So that, I couldn't understand what picks the example. You're correct. You're correct. So, so it just means it means beans. Beans? What? Okay, that makes more sense. The beans taka are the hardest thing to go crunch, crunch. Okay, that makes me happier. Okay. What? That's not in America they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just basically... Correct. Okay, that makes more sense. Aleph. Lachem. Aleph. Not only can't you put it back on, you can't move it over in the blech from an area that was just keeping warm and moving into an area that's going to make it go quicker. Even part of it's over the fire, you can't move it over the fire completely. That's going to create a situation where it's going to get cooked quicker. Certainly if you took it off completely, as we just explained for the Friday night scenario. Gimel. Um, I just want to mention the Hilchas Brochas thing. Just keep your finger on the gimbal for a moment. Uh, a lot of people eat chont midweek, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday night. Some people eat it till Thursday night. Or the guy's rating it Friday night. Uh, I would suggest that you either make sure, just from a Hilchas Brochas point of view, people starting chont, a little barley, essentially a small amount, and some, uh, some meat and some beans. If there's no kishkin there, get yourself a piece of cake for dessert. Normally, you don't have cake at the beginning because everything's mistired for the Shiloh washing and benching. But cake for dessert's fine. A lot of people eat chon, they just walk away. They don't know what bracha achreina, alamichia, they don't know what's, what's going on. You have a suffix. If you had a, a nice amount of barley, if you're looking at what you're doing, most people aren't looking. Don't get yourself into a, it's a mitzvah of into raiding the chon, and walking away with that alamichia, where you had a suffix alamichia. Either have a nice piece of kishka, that's usually mostly mezainis, or have a lot of barley, to have a sheer, real sheer kazayas, which is not easy to do, depending on how much your wife put in, or have a piece of cake for dessert. I've just uh, I've seen people at Kiddushim, uh, Shabbos, but yeah, here in the show, just they have some chons walk away. They often they had cake by Kiddush, which they should have had, but if they didn't have enough a shear. They didn't have a shear. For Kishmak Masud, you need a shear anyway, but for Alamichia, don't get yourself in the matzah like that. So just uh, be careful. That's just the, the whole chons mezainus. 
Once there's barley, once there's a decent amount of barley in there. Oh, mazinus, absolutely. Cooked barley is mazinus. No, 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 no. Barley is classic mazinus alamachia. You just got to have enough of it. If you put in quinoa, it's a dumb up. If you put in barley, uh, it's, it's definitely mazinus. What? Yeah, but that's not an alamachia shayla, at least. At least it's, it's, it's better for brachas. It's not an alamachia shayla. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's it's, it's I mean, but it's a brain of fashions, yeah, yeah. I just you don't want to as as much of a mitzvah and chiyav it is to chant. You don't want to get into bracha shas. I just figured I'd mention that. What was that? Yes, rice has to be a very serious amount of rice. Otherwise, you need two brachas. At least the bracha chorni, you're okay. Kosher behemian only applies to barley, but but okay. So you have meat, you make shach on the meat, you make a mazanis on the not in that order. Gimel. This a lot of people don't know. Sometimes they like to peek to see what's going on with the chont before they raid it. If you peek at like 8 o'clock in the evening and it's like only an hour and a half of the Shabbos, you have just taken your last peek because you can't put the thing back, in which case everything's going to evaporate and you better eat the whole thing Friday night. No. No. That's, if it's not fully cooked... He's talking about this all olive through dollar is where it's not fully cooked. We're going to get into the case where it's fully cooked, which it should have been. Uh, so you can't take off the top. He's putting it back is, is helping the, the bishul process. People, when they first hear this, they say, what does putting a lid have to do with bishul? Anybody ask that knows nothing about cooking. Knows even less than me, which is hard to do. Uh, if you put the lid, it can't cook well without the lid. If you put the lid on, it keeps the heat in. So that is aiding the bishul process. So again, Gimel, why and that is Usr. Dalid. This is interesting. You can't add another covering, even if it's not Hadmana. And Ayin Bezi points out, even when it's not Hadmana, you get out of Hadmana very easily, you keep a part of it open. So Hadmana is easy to get out of, but if you're putting something on because you want the heat to stay more, that's aiding in the visual process. Even if it would have gotten done in five hours, now it's going to be done in four and a half, it's Usr. You can't speed up the bishul process in any form or fashion. What? You could do anything, Dave. You could put it back on the fire. It's not available. That was my introduction. Do whatever you. You can might have put it in the fire. You can take it off and put it back. But don't mind. It's not fully cooked. That's certainly okay. Yeah. The Ushami clears the Shaila with one grape. It's the tasis and brachas, yeah, but uh, that's only a suffix and it's the same suffix. We don't know. No. If you had a sizable sheer. No, same suffix. Tasis brings down suffix. We're not. We're not we, we, tr- we try not to get into the Shaila. As a matter of fact, so much so, I tell people eating grapes because of this tasis, this Ushami. To split the grape into two before you eat it, because some people like trying the merchandise. Have <laughs> one grape, it's the worst thing you could do. One grape. Now, a grape might be a gazayas because they're sort of the same size, but we're but we like to be machmer. No, so I'm saying so we don't get into the shaila. Take a grape. It sounds bizarre if you don't know the shaila. If you're ever eating one grape, never eat one grape. Split it in half. And I wouldn't even do that, by the way. Split it in half together, bear the shaila. But a grape might be the size of an olive. I know that, that sounds crazy. But the olive might be the size of a gazayas. I wouldn't eat one grape anyway, but I certainly wouldn't eat one grape that's a suffix barrier, but then you really have a mess. Is there two stud then why you should make an olive eights now? One problem guarantee is Baruch Hashem, at least not a suffix gazayas. I know, you have a suffix barrier. Yeah. Yeah, so how do you split a pomegranate seed? Yeah. Uh, no, no, it's a, that's a good, uh, you know. 
Shaila is if you eat a grape, somebody once asked me, can I, can I split it in my mouth? Can I, can I, bite, can I bite it in my mouth and then swallow both pieces? That's a Shaila. So just take a bite it in half of it and then swallow the next one afterwards. It's not a barrier. You eat a half an ant at a time and then eat the other half afterwards. That's the Gemara Makas. So that's also not a barrier. So always eat half an ant first and then get to the other half later. No, that's why I said you have to do this out of your mouth. That's exactly why. So you might be able to take it in your mouth and bite it in half and just hold the other part out and just not swallow the thing at one time. You know, so Shiloh, what, what they didn't bury it by swallowing it. it might be a din by a sermon, it's a din by swallowing. So, you know, but just make sure it's in half. So there's absolutely nothing to bite it. You can do that, that's fine. Well, it's only fine with the grape, it's still a Shiloh Bashir. Half a grape is, the, is a better way to do it. Oh, yeah, I think so, yeah. But it's, no, 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 I think that's fine. So, so Akiva wants to know what do you do with a pomegranate seed. So uh, you take a small knife <laughs> and you uh, split it in half. Pomegranate seed is even worse because they swallow the seed with it. Nobody even spits out the pomegranate seed. So it's the seed inside the seed. They, uh... Yeah, anyway, if you're eating, you can eat as much as you want. Just cause over hell's brothers all the time. People get into... Um, Guy called me. He said, "I have a quick question." I love that. When it's a quick question, that means the, the answer is going to be twenty minutes. Um, so, what was his quick question? He wants to know. Uh, you heard this a Shiloh. What brach he make on granola bars? I said, "You have an hour." <laughs> he said, "How can there be an hour answer? Granola bars is the American favorite snack." I said, "It's another anti-Semitic snack, like sushi and other things where they trying to confuse you with the brachas. The sushi is not as bad. Sushi, rather, the, the, the downside is not so bad because at least not not a Shiloh that I'll look you." Worst case scenario, you got your rice back. Uh, it's is a disaster, but the granola bars are the worst snack food you can ever eat. Uh, doesn't mean it's awesome. They're Peskim to rely on. If you love granola bars, the Peskim hold Saddamma and it's brain of fushes, but they're Peskim who say you should only eat it in a Suda, which kind of kills the whole fun. Uh, so anybody listening to this, I, I, I tell the people, look at me like I, granola bars? How can you stop a granola bars? What? So, so there are Peskim, it depends on the company. Certain companies process it further, in which case it's Mazen is on more, more easily. But it's, 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 a, it's a serious shyness. So if you're not attached to them, uh, you know, take potato chips. If you really love them, there's what to be saying. No, you can't make a shot. You obviously, you obviously were not part of this year five years ago when we learned brachas for two years, but you weren't, it happens to be. Uh, I used to say that every fifth night. You can't go through life making a shahakal. You've got to learn the dinner. But yeah, that's it. See, we're just saying that tongue-in-cheek, so I should get it on tape again. Uh, <laughs> let's finish Dalit here. Um, If you can get it, look, if you, if you must eat, one guy told me he got all buys on a diet and needs every day, so I said, okay, so then I'll pass on the shayla for you. I, there is a, you know, you want to rely on a certain, I have to know the company, and then I'll tell them, make them as whatever, I'll pass on the shayla. But if you don't care for granola that much, and dafka, so you have a choice between two snacks, no, there's more of a shayla. doesn't mean everything has an answer if you need an answer, just sometimes better not to get into the shayla. Yeah. That's less of an issue, by the way. You just got to know how it's made. Granola bars, granola bars is a, is a tasteless. Yeah. Granola bars are one, I'll just cause it for 10 seconds. Tasteless brachas raises the shayla. Believe it or not, tasteless has, uh, not a half minute, tasteless says there's, there's a bracha called aladama vrapi adama. And other Rishayim said, never heard of it. Well, tasteless heard of it. And it's a shayla, whether they made for basically raw, non processed grain that's not processed into flour and then baked, that's what you're rolling oats. Is that an al-milchia? Is that an al-adama? Is it a brain of fossil? What is it? 
And Brocha Roshana, what is it? That's the Shaila. And the Machaber says it's so confusing, you just eat it, just wash first. So, which he might not tell you to do so quickly for granola bar if it's not considered tachsudas. It might not even help over there if it's considered a dessert. Okay, but if you need your granola bars, come to me. We'll examine which company it is. We'll continue, Mitzvah Shem, with the dollar tomorrow.